So you're using WordPress and you have your business online. The next question is, now what? With so much to do and so little time, it's hard to figure out where you should put your energy. WordPress might be the foundation for your website, but it's what you do with your business that counts. In this podcast, we'll talk about building and running an online business, but you have to be willing to do the work and just show up. My name is Kim Doyle, aka the WordPress Chick, and this is the WordPress Chick Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. And we are going to be talking about a super cool new app. Well, I I, I shouldn't, it's newish, right? Um, we're, we're talking to Matt Barnett of Bonjoro. And I know I sort of botched that intro by going sideways. But Matt, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Kim. Great to, great to be with you. Yeah, so... Uh, I I was debating on how to open this because of course I I want to know about the bear and the cost and, and the bear suits and all of that, um, but I think it's probably better if you can explain to the audience what Bonjoro is and then we'll do a little bit of backstory there. Yeah, sure. Um, so just to I mean kind of start off, I think there's there's, there's three ways that you can um, that you can really get you know customers and listeners and kind of engaged and, and staying with you. Um, and for any brand, you know, this comes down to kind of your, your offering, what your product is. Um, it will, if you're charging, it comes down to price. And the third thing it comes down to is outstanding customer service. I think it's really easy to forget that third one and kind of gloss it over. Um, so what we do with Bonjour is you make sure um, that everyone, that you take time with every single listener, every single customer. Um, it's an app that just plugs into your WordPress site, your CRM, whatever it is you're using. And whenever you get a new sign up, Whenever you get a new customer, um, they pop up in the phone, and rather than just sending them an automated welcome email, uh, you can click on that person and record a live one-to-one 30-second video um, just to introduce yourself and say welcome on board. So if Paul signs up um, from Alaska, you can get on board and be like, hey, Paul, awesome to have you with us. Thanks so much for being a customer. If you want any help at all, you know, hit, hit me up. We're, we're here with human, and we're here to help. That video then gets delivered automatically to his email inbox. Uh, so his first impression of you is someone on your team taking the time to say welcome to him personally. So getting away from automation and just making this amazing first impression with a 30-second video. Which, I mean, really, if you think about it, you, you know, because, and I'll explain to you, like, my my whole issue with video, which I love it, but I'm like, oh, I got to go get ready. But. <laughs> The the thing with it too is it's just you know I was listening to a podcast one day and and somebody uh, the marketer was saying you know it's really easy to do well today if you're willing to do the things that other people aren't and you start to think about it this quick bonjour video that you can send to someone just you know hey Matt thanks so much for signing up that whatever like you're gonna stand out miles apart I mean it's a huge service obviously you're doing for customers but all of a sudden there's this connection with you like from like ground zero yeah and it's funny like one of the things that sometimes sometimes gets brought up some people will go oh i don't have time to do that and send the video to all my customers uh, and my answer very simply is you don't have 30 seconds to spend on a, on, a, on a customer i'm like well to be honest you probably don't deserve that customer somebody else <laughs> does. um and it's this idea of like i get scale and i get automation but but you, you can scale relationships, like you can do it. Um, and just a little bit of investment goes a huge way. And like you said, 
in a world where everyone's just trying to just trying to get like cut corners, if you can do the stuff that other people won't do, and you can get good and fast at it, you will stand out like you wouldn't believe. People just don't expect it. That's exactly it. And I mean, and I I would guess too that probably the first handful that you do might be a little bit wobbly, but then you're just you're not going to overthink it anymore, and you're just going to hit it. You know, it's funny. I want. Anything right online that you do that with, but with business, it's like it's just a little bit of a mastery and a practice, and it's not like you're having to open anything on on the computer. Well, you guys can do it on the computer, right? Too, but I mean, pick up your phone and say hello. Anyways, that's a whole side tangent. Um, but but now that you've explained that, I know you guys have another company, but I would love to hear the story of what brought you guys to Bonjoro, and then what's kind of behind the name. Yeah, so so we have another product. Um, I won't talk about it, but um, we basically that product sells to um, agency clients, so big creative agencies uh, in the mostly in the UK and New York. Um, and for listeners, we we're actually founded in Sydney, Australia. We do have a team in the UK um, and the states now, but because all our customers on this business were overseas, and those customers are one hundred percent relationship based, you know, like we we're great. We, we love our customers, and when we can get that like, across we win more business. We were getting people kind of signing up and kind of inquiring, you know, at what would have been midnight here in Australia. And there's no way I'm going to pick up a, a, you know, a phone at midnight and call them. Um, <laughs> what, what we did is um, I take a, a ferry to work every day. And I sail straight past the Opera House on the Sydney Harbour Bridge. And I would get everyone's um, emails who signed up in the night and I would record each of them a video. So if John from Ogilvy signed up in, in, um, in New York, I, I do video for John. I'd be like, welcome on board. Awesome to have you with us. You know, we're here based in Sydney. We already work with some of your clients. I know this is a bit weird, but I will be in New York, you know, in six weeks' time. I'd love to come in and just chat to you guys about what we do. There's the Opera House. You know, I'm, I'm on a boat. Morning. And I sent this video to their, to their inbox as a, that first um, impression. And people absolutely loved it. They well, A, they thought it was hilarious. And then off the back of it, we started to get three times the amount of meetings um, just from doing this one-minute video. And we didn't think anything else of it. We're like, cool, cool for us, you know, pat on the back. And then before long, these clients started asking us if they could use this, this video app. Um, at the time, it wasn't an app. It wasn't anything. It was a, a bodged-together piece of, piece of MVP tech. Um, and we ignored them for six months until, you know, we started getting emails every single day. And me and my CTO were having a beer. And I turned to him and I was like, you know, we're going to have to build this. And he was like, yeah, I know. Because <laughs> we really had so much on our plate. And to try and start another business is, 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 a, is a tough decision to make. And we built it and it's just kind of gone viral since then. Um, so it turns out there's lots of other companies like us who have great teams and great customer service and great customer success um, who want to get that ahead and actually do put customers first and when they do it it, it just works um so you're saying there's yeah. other apps out there similar to bonjoro look there's, there's a couple i think there's one called bonbon uh, in the states they're mostly focused down on real estate uh another one vidyard um i think it's funny everyone has come at this uh as a video email kind of like approach and the one thing they all like to do is to send one video to a list of people and I get that, and that's great. We don't allow that. We're also mo- mo- mobile first. So we say, look, at the end of the day, it's all about one-to-one. I think, I think Bonjour is getting an average of 70 to 80% open rates. Um, we are making sure that people keep that. And if someone wants to go and do a single video to lo- a load of people, 
we're not the company for them. It's about standing out. Um, being mobile first, we also plug into workflows. So as someone signs up, they pop up, you're notified, and you can send them a video within five seconds of them joining your, your business. So really focus down on that workflow piece as well. Um, it's very much a culture play. It's weird. It's not, it's not, we don't even think about it as, as email. It's more, it's just about customer service. Well, that's what I was thinking too, because, and I asked you that because I, I was thinking I've, I've gotten, I've actually got a SaaS thing I'm working on with, with a partner. And so I've kind of, th- this is all new space to me and studying, you know, what makes one company do one thing. And my audience is probably sick of hearing this. I keep giving the examples of click funnels to lead pages. How come one had the market share lead pages and had to take on venture capital and then click funnels has become this behemoth in three short years, no venture capital and has built a culture around it. Right. So looking at that and I, and that's where I see what you guys are doing because it's interesting to me that there's a couple other companies out there, but not that I would hear of everything. I don't mean it that way, but, but you guys, um, I, I don't know, you're standing out. That's why the, the question was, huh, I didn't even know anything else existed. And I love that you're taking the stance on you can't do mass automation with this. Cause again, I feel like that's the differentiating factor that, that makes this unique, right? Exactly. I, I think it's funny. I, I think you have to live. I think the, the best companies in the world, the, the kind of best successes are people who live uh, what they do from the heart. So we, we, I mean, if you look at our, like, look at our site, you'll see my, me and my entire team hanging around in bear suits, having fun. Like that, that's us. That's just who we are. Um, we're not very serious. Uh, we're, we're kind of a little bit batty. And that's kind of what the product's about. It's about just being yourself, not really caring, not getting ready for a video, just firing it off. Um, and that, genuine side that kind of like fun human side but but still as a business is what customers are loving and it's kind of breaking down this wall between business and kind of consumer um and the fact that we live and breathe that and then our product does that means that to be absolutely honest we you kind of can't fail because your, your, your competitive advantage is that you already know the next steps to take because you're already living them you don't have to sit down and think about it it's just it's just the right thing to do so i think I, i'd encourage whatever business you do you know, if you can align it to your own values, your your chances of success are so much higher because it's just your your, your DNA, and it'll be your team's DNA, and it'll be the culture that you build the same DNA as well. This is this is totally. I'm. I feel like I'm calling myself out because I sort of have this hashtag that I live by, and it's just show up, right? And it's like that's all you got to do: be you and connect with people. And, and and there's obviously strategies and and you know processes and stuff behind the scenes in a business, but I think the connection and the relationship, I think so many people are craving that today, right? It's to me, it's why there's so many look at live streaming as just as an example, but it's like people want to know the person behind the business and behind the opt in. Um, so I love so where did where did the name Bonjoro come from? Uh, so look, there's two things we coming out with a name. So obviously, we were looking at something that was open friendly had connotations to saying hello, and obviously, bonjour, French, hello, Buongiorno, Italian for hello. Um, that obviously all influenced it. Um, but obviously there's this other part to it, which is you need to find a domain name. So Buongiorno. <laughs> um, and it, it's, it's funny how that has to be such a big part of how you come up with names today. I, I think I think when you come up with a brand, I would 100% say um, make up a word. 
Like, you, like you kind of have to because everything else is gone. But make up a word that has connotations to something that about what you're doing that rolls off a tongue that's quite easy to spell, easy to, easy to say, like memorable. If you do that, you actually build the brand around the world. It's like Google, you know, like, 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 like Google now becomes an adjective. Dyson's the same, you know, we use Dyson's, not, not Hoover's anymore. If you can do that, people actually start to use your word as a word because there's no word existing for it. Um, it's a really cool thing to do. Like, I, I, I always say, like, I think the day we've made it is when, is when I go to, you know, a city I've never been to before. And I, and I walk down the street and I see one person wave, wave to another and say bonjour instead of hello. <laughs> if that happens, I'm like, we're there. That's it. We're done. Like, we are a success. Well, you know, the whole naming piece, it's fascinating. I read a book called um, Hello, My Name is Awesome. And and there is a, there's, there's some really cool exercises and processes behind that. But I completely agree with you. I mean, for the web app we're doing, I was floored that the name, I mean, we did a .io extension, but I was like, I can't believe this hasn't taken yet. But um, it does, it totally makes you stand out. So, so let's talk a little bit about the bear and the bear suit. I mean, obviously, we're going to get into the app a little bit more, but I love the bear suits. <laughs> I want to say that like, I think again, I differentiate it really is culture and brand. Um, I like other people to kind of embrace kind of the thing that we're doing as well. And the funny thing is, so many of our customers are the same as us. They're all kind of culture brand first. So the bear suits, you know, I actually think the reason we, I know, the, the original thing we came with the bear was I think one, one of my um, one, one, one of my developers was thinking about logos and stuff, and he had this picture on his wall of a bear waving, and he said, "Can we just use that, please?" And I was like, "That is perfect." Um, people love bears, bears are friendly. And then it just kind of got a bit over the top. So now if you join the company, um, the first thing you do is you design your own bear suit. Um, <laughs> the company that makes custom onesies. And so now some of the team have got po- polka dot bear suits, zebra stripe bear suits. Um, it's the first thing you do. And then yeah, it's your choice whether you want to wear them, do bonjouros or not. Um, but it's it, it's about all kind of having this kind of quirky undertone that bonds us all together. Um, and then if you're a client of ours, as soon as you hit your 500th bonjour, so when you sent your 500th video to, to your 500th customer, um, we send you a bear suit in the post. Oh my God. I'm like, now I got to go do one. <laughs> you know, people, people love it. Yeah. And they send and they send us bonjour back in their bear suits. Um, and then, and, and now we're starting to think what happens when you get to 2000, you've got many customers who've beaten that. We're like, wow, we have to start sending honey out and stuff. Um, <laughs> I think it's the thing, you know, like people like different. It's it, like you even look at things like affiliates and stuff. Like we, we kind of work with, with some affiliates and and most time it's not like enjoyment and love doesn't necessarily come from money. It comes from being part of something. So if you can think of ways to delight your customers that doesn't even like have a monetary basis because everyone can offer money. If you can offer something different at you know, a, a piece of culture, a piece of love, a piece of something different, People crave that and they'll buy into it. Um, so I think really think outside the box and think how you can extend your brand to your customers um, in a way that's you know fun, friendly, and, and really gets them talking. I totally love this. This has been a massive obsession of mine lately. Is again, it's how do you create that culture? So I have to ask, and and I want to we'll jump <laughs> more in the app, but where where did that? that sense of building this culture and this brand come from? What is it after having done the, you know, your, your first product or is it, was it sort of innate in you? Did you study marketers? Like where did that understanding come from for you to bring that into the culture of your company? Um, I think we're just a bit weird to, to be honest. <laughs> um, 
I before the bear suits, uh, I used to wear kilts quite a lot. Um, I used to wear like I used to wear kilts because my parents are Scottish, and then and then I ended up wearing them to all these business meetings, and people just thought it was hilarious. And I think and before that, when I was younger, I used to do other weird things. Um, and it's just it, so the weird thing here when you do stuff like this, you see the world through, through different eyes. You know, when you wear a bear suit you know, and you go and pitch to investors, like some of them are not, not going to like it, but a lot of them will just smile, and it, yeah, and it means that the conversation you have is already on a different level. Before they even talk to you, they've made an impression. Um, and it's a really great way to break boundaries and just get people, like the amount of investors I've hugged like after events, and it, like some of them it weirds them out and some of them love it because it just doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> same with customers, same with everything else. I think if you can just wear that on your sleeve, People love it. It's different. It is fun. Um, it helps you stand out. And then what happens is that you, you know, if, if you're quite a strong force in nature, you, you probably start to hire people who are like that. If you've done the culture thing correctly, so my team are all kind of weird and quirky. My like developers will do bonjouros to new customers in bear suits. Um, <laughs> you know, but like they, like everyone does it. Everyone has fun with it. Um, and then what it means is that we we we're, we're now really focused on on who we hire. So the first thing anyone does is send us a video. And we, you know, we know within three seconds that that person is going to be a potential fit. We don't look at CVs. We don't look at any of that until way down the line. Um, culture is the number one thing. Cause we think, we, cause you know, we, we, we believe if someone has the base skills and the passion, we can train them. Um, but culture fit is a really hard one. And uh, we actually wrote a piece recently on, you know, culture in kind of new businesses. People don't think about it until it's too late. And yeah. by that time, you know, your culture is kind of quite lukewarm. If you think about it on day one, then you, your culture is super strong. It means you hire the right people. It means you get the right customers. It, it starts to influence everything. And it, and it becomes a, a competitive advantage that, that other people can't copy. Um, it's really unique, I think, to do it early on in the business. Um, so I really do implore every listener to really think about it. Think about the culture you, you, you want to build and the kind of team members you want to have day so- one. So in ter- with that, like, what are your thoughts then? Because I know that I've probably got a lot of listeners who maybe are solopreneurs or freelancers, and they might have, you know, a VA or support or something. Um, but I'm going to guess that you would say bring that culture into your own your own thing. I mean, at some point, ideally, you grow and you're going to need help. So um, what would you recommend to someone from that position in terms of building culture? So, so that's so an interesting one. So obviously, if you're an individual, you, your culture is you. Um, like you said, look, you, you might grow, you might want to stay on your own, but you're going to have partners, um, and you have people that you work with and you're also going to have customers. There's actually, a, a, there's actually a customer culture play here as well. Um, and this is a weird one. It's not something people think about much, but so with Bonjuro, the one thing all our customers have in common, and we have wealth managers and we have, you know, some of the biggest tech companies in the world and we have agencies, we have this, you know, we, we have universities using it. And you think what links them all together. And the one piece is that they're all kind of a similar culture to us. They're all the kind of people who are like, yeah, you know, who cares? We'll put our face on. We'll take the time for customers. So in fact, our customers match and reflect our culture so well. And this is the whole like getting the right product culture fit. Um, now, if you're uh, whatever you're doing, if, you, if you're an individual, if you can make that work and start to find people like you, um, it's it's an amazing way to grow because they'll be, they'll be better advocates, they'll be better aligned, everything else. So think about customers, and then obviously partners, you know, maybe not team members, but partners, people you want to work with, people you want to associate with, people you want to interview, 
Um, like me and you, Kim, have like a lot in common. I, I can tell already. <laughs> uh, it's about a network around you, not just you know direct team members. Yeah. Yeah, God, which this, so Bonjour is going to go 12 ways sideways. I mean, you could do it with customers. You can do it with, with whether you want to connect with people. I, I thought about it and I was like, God, I totally should have been doing Bonjouros for podcast interviews, right? Like, Hey, I'm super excited. I mean, there, I can see the application of this in so many different ways. Exactly. Like, and we're just, like, we're, we only started this year with it. <clears throat> so we're, we're still early. We're still learning out where it goes. We're not putting blocks in. Um, as long as someone has the right culture, I, like, we can tell, it's funny, we get startups here, we can tell straight away if they're not the right fit. And, and we'll never try and tell, like, if we don't think someone's the right fit or don't think it's going to work for them, we're not going to try and blind to that. We'll, we'll just say, look, if you want to do this, this is where it works. If you don't, maybe look at something else, you know, that's more scalable for you, et cetera. Um, yeah, because yeah. I would guess yeah. you definitely need to show up in a way that says, uh, that's that your, yourself, right? I mean, that, that, that connection piece, it's like, you're not going to be reading a script for a bonjour, right? I, that's not going to. I would think that that would be harder to to. It's not going to feel authentic, which I think is kind of the magic with this. No, so you, you see, you see a trend when people first start, they kind of try and script it, and yeah, it takes a little bit of time to get into. Um, it, it's funny you talked about kind of earlier getting ready for video. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might just be a girl thing too, or just a me thing. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's everyone, yeah. And this is because people have always thought that video is this, it's been video on a pedestal, if you like. Whereas now, if you think about just conversations you have when you go for coffee with someone, it's like they, like you know, or just bumping someone on the street, you're not getting ready for that. So, and this is what we're doing. It's not about video. It's just saying hello, like good day to someone. Um, and so I think it's it's about kind of just changing the way that you. Um, think about communication. It, it's about being personal, you know. It's not about anything anything other than you do on a normal day to day basis. Yeah, and well, and and to that point, you know, it's it's kind of like even when I started podcasting for a while, I was editing out. I can talk in circles or, you know, the ums and that kind of stuff. And, and I was like, I can't do that. That's just ridiculous. And so those people that have stayed with me and are willing, cause I'll do solo shows too. And that listen to me for an hour. I mean, they're like my right tribe. So somebody who's not going to want a video from me, regardless of whether I'm done up or not, they're not the right audience anyway. So it's a little bit of a pre-qualifier as well as this connector in a way. Exactly. I think pre-qualifiers are really important. You know, at the beginning of anything, you're like, anyone listens to me is great. But the reality is that that's not true. Yeah. Um, you know, you need to understand who you're delivering value for. Um, and this is the best way to go. You know, it's not, it's not about you. It's about, it's about you know, your, your customer. Um, if you can give someone real value, then that's, that, that's great for them and they'll stay with you. Um, there's other people, you know, who you'd love to work with, but you're not actually giving them the right value, in which case they're not the right fit for you. And, that, and that's fine. You know, don't, don't try and be everything. Yeah, no, totally agree with that. So let's let's shift a little bit. Um, and thanks for all that insight. I just, I don't know. There's this. It's kind of like the, all the behind the scenes stuff that that we don't. I think a lot of people as entrepreneurs, when you're getting into it, and I'm I'm talking probably more at the solo level. It's like you're doing what you can day to day to keep things going and moving and growing. And it's like this is sort of where the magic starts happening. Um, so from that perspective, though, when you guys were launching Bonjoro, I mean, you had a successful company, but did you? Were there any challenges or, you know, going into it, you know, something that maybe you didn't foresee? We, we have challenges every day. Like, <laughs> you know, um, I have like, I, I think I've got a, like, like a good, um, like a little story. So, 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 my, so my father, my father um, grew a large 
pretty large business, you know, kind of rags to riches when he was younger and stuff. And um, and a while ago, we were launching products and things. Were, things are pretty hard because as a team, you're massively stretched trying to do two products. You don't know if it's the right decision, like your funds are tight. Um, I chat to him. And I think they got to employing 600 people at one stage. So it's not huge, but, you know, fairly substantial. Yeah. I said, look, you know, things are tough right now. And we had, you know, kind of six of us at the time. And he goes, he goes you know what? He goes, he goes, there's a point in time when we couldn't grow fast enough and I couldn't make enough money. And he goes, those are my most stressful times. He's like, because he goes, the more you have, the more you have to lose. You know, the more team members are relying on you. You know, if you make a mistake, it might cost 50 people jobs, you know, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to one person. And so he's just thinking there, he's like, no, no matter how big you get, no matter where you are in your stage, if you're one person or, you know, a thousand um, or 10,000, the, the, the pressure will always be on just in different ways. Um, and you'll always be making mistakes. And the important thing is that you need, need to learn from those, move on, and then take the next challenge and kind of crush it. Um, so, you know, yes, like, like I could put out many, many kind of things that, you know, we could have done better. Um, but there's things today that that, that we're still chat, like, like I have challenges with, and there's things you know in a few months' time that we'll have different challenges with. Um, I'd say the most important thing is that, you know when you have these challenges, remember that it's just one of a string, and you just get very good at how you solve these, you know, in a manageable level. Yeah, um, I've heard, it's the saying "new level, new devil." So <laughs> it's kind of, no matter where you're at, and and there are probably people that are like, "Well, God, six hundred people—that's a nice problem to have, right?" <laughs> or what? But but it is. They're just bigger problems on a bigger scale. Um, but, but so with this though, because would you say that marketing, let's, let's shift a little bit there. Obviously you guys have the technical piece down, but with marketing Bonjour, since it's a different audience, how did you guys go about doing that? Yeah. So so we've actually only just come come out of beta. So I think the last kind of week, um, (laughs) uh, now beta is great. We love beta because it means that you can make mistakes and everyone's like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) Don't, Don't worry about it. Um, it gives you a little bit more kind of, like I think I think you know for some brands you can't do it but, but for some you can and people appreciate that. Um, we honestly don't do much marketing per se. Um, most of our growth is through word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So you know when bonjours get sent out, I think maybe every twenty five bonjours that gets sent, some somebody sees one of those and goes, "This is cool. I'd like to try it," and they sign up. Um, so most of our growth is viral. And it's because people have received one and they've had a really good experience and they've gone, I'd also like to give great experiences to my customers. Um, and so they work out to Bonjour and they kind of hop on board you know, and there we go. Now we've, rather than going out and, you know, chucking money into, into marketing in, in kind of such ways, what we've done is we've actually used customer success as our way to grow. And we are a customer su- success tool. So, so whenever someone signs up to us, they get a Bonjour off one of my team. Uh, it could be any of us. Um, but they get one through and we take the time to research them, have a look at them and send them a message. Uh, they'll probably get another bonjour maybe on, on day seven as well. Um, just us checking in, seeing if we need any, any help with anything. Um, and we'll actually take the time with every single one of our customers. So we actually, you know, we, we do what's called eating your own dog food. Yeah. We use our product, you know, we live by it. Um, and that for us has been our growth. And off the back of that, you know, I think we're having this podcast because, and then did a podcast with someone else who was someone who'd seen a bonjour and kind of, or maybe heard another part. And so it starts to grow. I think if you just, you know, like, yes, focus on product, but I think if you really focus on, so actually, so here's the magic. Get your first 10 customers who love you. I don't mean like you. I mean, love you. You know, 10 massive advocates 
who will talk about you, who will come back to you, and they'll, and they'll literally use the word love when they respond to you in emails or, or conversations. Um, now, if you can get that level of advocacy, then the magic things start to happen. And when you get to 100 customers who love you, then it's a whole nother world. So I think if you, if you kind of think about love and, and kind of really go after that, then you're going to get amazing word of mouth. And word of mouth is by far the best way to grow. Um, and, and it's free, ultimately. Well, th- there's a bunch in there. I want to back up a little bit because the the customer stories, which I wanted to ask you if you could share some of those. But um, before that, though, you know, it's it's interesting as as I look at you know I, I love creating content and and I have it's it's always the stories that connect. You know, I think that we are going to be seeing this shift with marketing in general, where you know it's not content marketing. Content is market, period, right? It's it's the stories yeah. and the connections that sell for people. And so you see, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's a time and a place for listicles and, and all of that kind of stuff. But those are starting to feel like, um, um, I don't know, copy tactics and or, or I should say more like search tactics and and the, the, these like this. And, and yeah, people like them. But to a certain extent, it's like you're not going to stand out by doing that. Right. So it's all these stories. Um, so I love it that that your strategy, which is super genuine, also has this massive organic you know, virality to it. I mean, it's it's pretty phenomenal. And I, I think for people listening, so there's no reason you couldn't I, I mean, I could use Bonjour for our web app and welcome on customers, and it's still going to set us apart, even though you know it's a different product. But it it sets us apart from people who who don't take the time to do that. Exactly, like, like, and most people, most people won't do it. I, I guarantee you, you know, no matter how big we get, it will still be a very small percentage of companies that will ever use us because most people just don't have the right culture for it, and that's you know that's a shame, but it, but it's true. Yeah, well, I mean, it's good for those who will be doing it though, for that that piece. And that's great. Yeah. Like, you know, all, all, we, all we want to do is celebrate the people who actually will take the time. They 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 deserve recognition, um, and it's a great way, way way to grow for them. So, can you share? I know you guys have some great um, customer stories and and results on on the site, but I'd love. Can you share some of those with the audience? Yeah, so like, I mean, I, I think. So talking to kind of, uh, I guess, kind of solopreneurs, probably a couple that might resonate with them. Um, one company uh, listeners may know is ConvertKit. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do email marketing for kind of bloggers and stuff. Um, so ConvertKit, I don't, you know, I don't even know how they joined us. <laughs> they just turned up one day. Um, I think they've done maybe 4,000 bonjouros to date. Wow. Um, everyone who signs up, um, they get a bonjour off them. Um, I know that talking to uh, one of the guys, Matt Raglan, he's, he's awesome. Uh, and the founder, they've, um, they've actually reduced their churn. So they've reduced their new customer churn by 19% in six weeks of using Bonjour. So what oh this means God. is the new customers who come on board, they're sending these videos out to every single one, whereas they used to send like email. And those customers are going, oh my God, this is amazing. I feel valued. And 90% more customers are staying with them after that first month. Because of this, holy moly! So and so, I, I just want to share this with the listeners too, like because I'm thinking, forget even the web app. But if somebody had a continuity or a membership or something, you know, I mean, churn. And I'm sure most people are familiar with this, but it's basically you know just keeping people instead of having to constantly keeping your customers, keeping them happy. Um, you drop the the rate that people are unsubscribing, canceling your product or whatever. That is huge. 19% in six weeks. And I mean, 
ConvertKit is big and they've got a name and they've got an audience. Um, that's pretty phenomenal. And you know what that says to me too is that, and I don't know where you would have data within this piece, Matt, but in terms of, you know, onboarding, right? So with apps, if there's onboarding, my guess is that Bonjoro, like by sending one of those, you might have that person who is struggling with an onboarding process or wants more, whatever, they're going to be more inclined to stick around just from that one piece. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, you know, what? it's not rocket science. I mean, it's, it's yeah. all, all we, so all we've really done is take what people used to do and make it easier to scale this workflow process. So, you know, you can do a 30 second one and go back to work. There's no kind of set, like you set it up and it's good to go. It's no different to, you know, the reason you go back to your favorite, um, you know, your, your, your favorite coffee shop um, or, your, you know, your favorite store, or your, you know, your favorite hairdresser. Like product is a big part of that, of course, but then customer service is, is, is probably a bigger part of it. You know, I think every day when I go for coffee, and there's a big coffee culture in, in Australia, it's probably 40% the coffee and it's probably 60% you know, the barista and the kind of relationship we have. And so when, when, when a great barista I love moves, if I know where, where he's gone, I will follow him to the next place. Um, and so all it's doing is it's just, it's just doing what we've always done and what we do in every day to like, life. Um, and bringing that online. I freaking love this. I'm like getting giddy about ways that this can be applied. Again, just because I, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm just tired of the same old, same old. And I think there is a, um, a fatigue happening with marketing and automation where there's so much value in it. But I don't know, it's, it's sort of this renewed excitement, like, oh, my God, the possibilities. And, you know, one of the things that I, <laughs> I, I've, I've been shifting directions in my business a little bit, and I thought, you know, Kim, you just need to start having more conversations to start saying hi to people, you know, just, hey, you want to hop on Skype? Hey, you want to hop on? And, and so doing that more, and it starts compounding, which, again, is what Bonjoro does, because it, it kind of all of a sudden people are like, oh, my God, I just signed up for ConvertKit, and I got a video welcome. Oh, this is crazy. I, I mean, I just, I, I love it. Um, what about maybe a smaller company or who else? Is, I, you guys have some big names that are using ConvertKit. I think it's awesome. I mean, they are I mean, using Bonjoro. I, I was going to say, so I was going to I mean, we have lots, lots of small companies using lots of openers. Um, I mean, I was actually going to say Pat Flynn, mm -hmm. um, just because I assume everyone know him. Um, now, obviously, he's a big deal. I get that. Um, but he does the same where when he signed his courses, he sends a single bonjour to every single person who does it. Um, and, and, and he is, a, he's a big guy, but he's a entrepreneur. And the fact that someone like him would take the time to do it is, is kind of enough of, of, of a reason. Yeah. To kind of get on board and go, um, he's doing it because, because again, conversions are increasing for him. But, but then we, we have, we have loads of, we have loads of entrepreneurs on board. Um, and we actually offer a, <clears throat> so we actually offer, offer discounts for entrepreneurs as well. Um, so without kind of pitching here, what, what we did a while ago is, is I had, I had a startup, um, here in Sydney who's doing a really kind of cool social cause where they're doing, um, a ticketing system and they're giving a, like a big percentage of tickets, um, prices back to social causes. And one of the guys sent me a bonjour out of the blue and he goes, he goes, he goes, look, he goes, guys, we're just starting. There's three of us, you know, we're doing this great thing. Like walked around the office, introduced me to the whole team and he's like, look, we're early on. Can you guys, you know, maybe give us a bit of a discount because we want to get three of us on and using this. You know, we love it. It's, it's amazing. But can you help us out? I got straight back and I was like, yeah, of course we can. Like, no problem at all. Um, and so off the back of that, I was like, this is, this is a really cool thing that they've done there. And so we opened up a thing where we said, anyone who wants to pitch us with a bonjour, 
um, and tell us what they're up to and why it's important, we'll actually offer discounts back to them. Um, and we have hundreds of solopreneurs on board, like since doing that. Um, and it's, it, you know, it's funny because you get these big, big companies, like we've tried to do stuff with, with a few corporates and never quite goes through. Whereas when you have, you kind of early stage guys, the magic is, is that, and the reason they, they end up winning is that they're willing to do the stuff that the big companies and the bigger teams won't do. Um, and they will actually take the time because, because they actually care about every customer. You know, if you're starting off, you know, you get, you get your first customer, your first 10 customers, you're like, oh my God, I love you guys. Please, <laughs> please don't go anywhere. Hang out with us. Roll with us. <laughs> you know, and so they'll take the time and they often get the best results without a name, without the brand, without anyone knowing who they are, just because they're the most humble and people are like, I like these guys, you know, yeah, the product's not perfect or the offering is not perfect, but you know, they seem awesome and they've taken the time with me. Whereas X, Y, Z wouldn't. Um, and so I think, I think, you know, when you're starting out back to that thing I said at the very beginning where customer service is one of the three ways that you succeed. If you're starting out, you can do that from day one. You can do it without a product. You can do it without an offering. You can do great customer service the second you think about doing something and you'll beat most of your competitors straight away because of that. Well, and I just, for, for everybody listening to, I mean, you guys, you're very affordable though, too. I mean, you've got a, a free 14 day trial and then you have, you know, the, your, um, I don't know if they're called specific, you know, plans, but you're, it's only 25 bucks a month, which really, um, and so let's talk a little bit, um, about the app too, because I know you have certain integrations and then it looks like you've got a package coming that um, there's calls to action. And so can you talk a little bit, let's talk about integrations first. And I do have to ask yeah. if Drip is coming because I am a Drip user. <laughs> so we, we have Drip users on board. Um, but the way we do that is through Zapier. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you that are familiar with Zapier, it, it, it just allows us to connect to pretty much anything you have. So most apps now on Zapier, I'd say, um, have a look at that. It basically just connects an API to an API. So we have Drip users who set up Campaigns and when leads come in, when certain rules are, are fulfilled, it creates a bonjour to do. Um, and what it does is it pops a little reason. So when you have a look at your app, you know, you, you might say, um, new customer. And then you might have another one that, 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 you, that you create when you haven't talked to someone for 14 days. And it says like, you know, 14 day follow up. And these come into the app so you can see what you're doing as you go. Um, we have a few dedicated integrations, um, like MailChimp, um, Intercom and Gmail and stuff. Um, we'll be building out more and more dedicated integrations over time. Uh, we are going to be doing a ConvertKit one, um, and we've got a few others that, that, that we're looking at. Um, we will expand that, but Zapier, I mean, look, it gives you everything pretty much straight away. Yeah, it does. I was just curious with it. And, and you know, like what I was saying before, like we're doing a web app, and so we're starting with Zapier, and, you know, and then we'll add on native integrations um, down the road. But um, so what is, can you talk a little bit about the call to action and, and what um, yeah. that is? Yeah. So like, like, if, if you want to see how Bonjour works, sign up and we'll send you one. What it is, so when, so the video is coming into email, okay? So the, your receiver doesn't have to have an app, anything else. They, they can watch it wherever they are. They receive an email. There's a big, um, lovely image of your face there, giving you a little wave or a thumbs up and a little message. They click that and then it opens up this page. The, the, the video is not actually in the email. It plays online. That means you don't have big emails, etc. When that video opens up, there's a little bit of, um, there's a few things around that. One is, is branding. So the actual, there's branding around the video. So it's all, all matched to what you're doing. 
and they know who it's from. Uh, at the end of the video, when someone presses pause and when it gets to the end, we actually have a call to action button that pops up at the end of the video. And that is completely customizable. So for instance, that might link to um, a case study. It might link to sign up. It might link to your LinkedIn page or your, or your Facebook um, or to join a blog. It might link to a specific page where you want a customer to take an action. I think the most important thing here is, you know, when you're welcoming someone, what you're really doing is, is, is you're asking for something at the same time. You know, and like all good call to actions, you need to ask for one single thing. So often, you know, we'll, we might wait 24 hours before we welcome someone. And if they haven't done a bonjour already, we'll say, click this link and it'll open up the app and let them do a bonjour. You know, and we'll say, look, I see you haven't done any. Click here to get started um, or just reply to this and I will give you a call and we can help you out. If somebody has done three bonjouros or done five bonjouros, we might say, you know, awesome. You're already obviously running. You know what you're doing. And there's a different call to action. And that call to action maybe is linked to a case study. And we say, look, you cite well. Check it out. I've attached a case study of, you know, ConvertKit or whatever else. Have a look at how, how, how they use it and how you can take it to the next level. Does that kind of make sense? It totally makes sense. I, <laughs> Matt, I swear I'm, I'm totally focused. My brain is going like 100 miles a minute. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I could do this. And, and like, I, I've got a Facebook group that's growing early. I'm like, that would be great. Be sure to join the Facebook group. And, you know, very specific and yeah. based sort of on different pieces and how somebody's coming into your tribe, your audience, whatever, um, by having a little bit different call to action there. So, so no, I think it's fantastic. Um, gosh, I, oh, in terms of, so let's say I'm I'm doing this. Is there a way to then monitor how well my bonjouros are doing? I mean, besides like the call to action. So yeah. I know that that is not at the middle level, but how, what, and maybe what are some ways to get better at them? <laughs> yeah. So, so in the, you'll see in the, uh, in the app and in, in, the, in the web platform, there's a whole results section. So you can track, you track your opens, you track your views, um, you track uh, your shares as well. And we have a little thank you button as well. So yeah, someone can just say, thanks, thanks to the message, which is like a kind of like lower form of kind of engaging back, but showing there is appreciation there. Um, the one thing I didn't mention actually is a share thing is pretty cool. So there's an option that a customer, when they receive this, can share it. Now, the reason we have that is that if you send this through, what you'll see is people will, will tweet these videos out and they'll go, oh, my God, I just signed up to this and look at the welcome I got. This is how customer service should be done. Now, that's that's us trying to help your customers share word of mouth about this service thing, about this culture thing for you. Um, if you get that happening, then you're, you're winning so much. Yeah. Well, I'm like, that's like the, the everyday unboxing happening viral for you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's, you know, and, and you see it happening more and more. And it's, it, it's just a, such a wonderful thing when, when it does work. Um, it's really celebrating that kind of service. Uh, but look, we, we track all that in the app. Um, in terms of getting better, like, so, so, here, so here's, here's the magic thing. Like, it, it gets great when, when you stop thinking about it. That's, that's all I can say. So. <laughs> No, I, I totally agree. I, I side little story. I just I did a live stream yesterday and it's I got more feedback and people having fun because my son's interrupting me because the gardeners are here wanting a check. I'm like trying to wave him away and I'm like he threw a, a washcloth over the camera, like so we could pause for a minute. And I was like, Oh my god, I can't believe this just happened. And everyone's like, hashtag real life, this is great. And I'm like, it is what it is. Moving on. Pete. People love us here. Like, like, you know, we, 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 we want to connect with people. And there's always been this kind of barrier of like 
brands, like a brand is a brand. Really, a brand is the people behind it. Um, you know, like how many customers would you love to go for like a glass of wine with or beer with after work? <laughs> that, that's kind of the point. Um, when you first start, my advice would be get 20 videos under your belt, like do 20 welcomes. Um, you might need to redo some a few times. That's fine. Get 20, send them out and start to see the kind of results you get and the kind of feedback you get from people applying and saying, oh my God, this, this is awesome. Um, what you'll realize is that it's not about getting looking great. The stuff that really works actually is actually doing it outside the office. So, you know, when you're going to go and get your coffee, do them on the walk to the coffee down the street. You know, when you've got your coffee, do it there. If you're with your family, like my my um, better half uh, gets annoyed because we're because we're away on weekends. I'm like I'm like, hey Alyssa, wave hello to everyone, and she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what? It, it, it's real, yeah. It's, it's, like I'm not some big CEO and stuff. I'm just you know we're just a, we're just a group of guys trying trying to do some cool stuff, um, and we all have you know partners and families and. Um, and that's part of who we are, and, and it's cool to get them involved. And people are like this is this is great. You know, you, you're you're like me. You know, you ha- you have a you have a partner. You have fun on the weekends. Um, so when you start to bring these into your real life, like you said, hashtag real life, that's the bit where the magic happens. Yeah, I could totally see. It. I'm like, I, I want to do some walking the dogs when I've got. I mean, my kids are bigger. I don't know how interested they'd be. <laughs> doing some of these but um yeah it it really is that's the that connection piece and i think it makes you that much more relatable to your customers so it's it's a lot easier for someone to reach out and say i've got a question about this or you know that much more inclined to share it and um i'm I, i'm i'm very excited actually to jump in my my brain's going a million miles a minute um so what's coming for bonjoro can you share a little bit about i don't know your path or what you guys are working on yeah, so we've got a few, I guess, kind of like we're doing a few things. We're uh, like, you always have a product list, as I'm sure many of you are aware of, of a thousand things that everyone wants. And you have to try yeah, to the features list that never ends. Yeah, and it's, it's all that, it comes back to one thing, you know, the, the question we ask ourselves every single day is, is what's going to um, give value for our, for our customers. Um, so integrations are a big part of where we're going. We're making them more powerful. We're giving you more rules so you can, you know, assign different team members. You can, um, choose times that, that when these go out, you can you can actually drag more information in. So, for instance, what we'll allow you to do is, you know, when you click on someone in your app, we'll actually allow you to pull in custom information from your Drip or from your ConvertKit or your MailChimp or your or your WordPress um, into the app. So you might click on someone and it might say, you know, Dan at um, you know Looper.com signed up five five days ago, came from AdWords. Um, you know, highly qualified lead. And so we'll let, we'll let you custom what shows in the app. So that then when you do your video, you, you can customize it even more to that person. Um, this is a big part of it. It's it us trying to help you customize as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Um, in time, we, we, we'll, we'll try and drag some information off their website so you can see in the app what they actually do and then, again, customize more to them that way. Um, that's a big part of where we're going. That's huge. Well, you know, I've that, that's... The web app that I'm doing, it's it's about really segmenting subscribers and finding out, you know, who you're talking to to begin with. Um, and yeah. so I think that that so much is going towards us. And I think the nice piece about this too is that you're, I think people are going to see, um, you know, higher conversions with less quantity, even you know, and not not that the goal is not for growth, 
but yeah. you're not going to be struggling so hard just to, to grow a big list or just to have big numbers. Like to your point, to decrease churn makes them how much more profitable, right? They don't have to continue to acquire new – I mean, they're going to acquire new customers. But you know what I mean? I think, wow, that is super exciting. So that, is that happening uh, in this year or 2018? This year. It will be. So like, what you'll see, again, like pretty new, we're pretty fast. You'll see updates coming out you know, every, every single week. Um, that will come out. There's probably a few other things coming out this year as well. Um, that's just one part of it. Um, some of those timelines are not quite confirmed in. And, and I'm pretty sure. Your team's probably like, don't commit to anything. <laughs> don't commit is the thing. I'll, I'll, I'll get told off if I commit to timelines. So um, that's one part. There will, there will be more. Um, yeah. That's all I that's, say for now. That is, no, that's really exciting. So where is the best place to, I guess, probably connect with you and your team? Would it be the website or do you guys prefer a social channel? I mean, I'll have links to everything in the show notes for everybody listening. Look, look, honestly, so like social is great, but I would say if you want to have a go, sign up, you'll get a bonjour from one of the team. Um, and then, and then just say hi to us, like, like reply to us, send us a bonjour back. Um, it's not, it's actually us. Um, and you might get, you know, a few of the guys here in Sydney, you might get someone in the States, you might get someone in the UK. Um, you might get me walking down the beach on a Saturday morning. Um, you, like you never know. Um, I think do that. It's kind of, yeah. Well, Hey, look, this is why I'm, I'm, in Sydney. I'm, just, I'm totally kidding. I know you're I'm like, you're on the beach. I'm going to be walking in suburbia with the dogs. <laughs> hey, you have dogs. Eh? That, yeah. That's cool. Um, Look, I think look, just like do that and then just talk to us. You know, if you're brave enough, if you're brave enough and you want to say hi, if you send a bonjour, so when you sign to bonjour, you can enter emails in. If you send the bonjour to earth at bonjour.com, it goes to the entire bonjour team. So every single person gets it. And then is it like a whoever, like a pick of the draw that somebody responds? <laughs> you will respond, like we'll have some fun with it. Um, I mean, look, I've got, I've got, uh, uh, one, so we, we, we've got a team called Design Pickle, uh, yep. on board. And their head of customer success, Alex, I think every week, be, being Australia, so, so they're in, um, over, they're in the States. Um, every single week, I try and find a different Australian animal and send him a video. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and then, God, that's so fun. And then, like, every other week, he try, he, like, he tries to find something and send it back to me, um, from, like, his end, like, something stupid. And it's not, I've never met the guy, but I feel like, like I know him so well. Um, so you never know. Like, like those are the kind of conversations that really make. I think just just doing business, like, like beautiful. Um, so if you want to try and start some loads with us, have some fun. We are up for anything. Oh my god, I friggin' love that! Like, <laughs> uh, this is so fun, Matt. I, I'm so I appreciate your time, uh, what you guys are doing, and. I mean, not that you needed to sell me. I, I was, I, I'm just going through a transition. I was like, okay, do I jump in now? But I'm like, I actually have the perfect, I've got like three things I want to do with this now um, to test this out. So um, uh, any, any last final words that you want to share with the audience? Um, look, I think it, it comes down to, you know, like, like, like I kind of reiterate it again and again. Um, just be true to yourself. <clears throat> you know, think, think about this culture piece, even if you know, there's only you on your own. Think about the kind of business you want to build. Um, I always, I always hark back, and it's going to sound a bit weird, but I always hark back to this kind of value we have, which is um, honor in business. Maybe that's because I'm, I'm actually British originally, so honor is kind of like part of our thing. Um, but I think it's you know when you're faced with decisions and when you're faced with kind of things you want to do, and 
and maybe there's, there's a gray area. Um, always just do the right thing. I think if you do that and you hold strong, you will ultimately succeed because not enough people in the world do that and not enough businesses in the world do that. Keep at it um, and let people know and just always do the right thing and you'll come out on top. That's it. I love that. I'm like, I just need to leave that value bomb there. You're totally in alignment with my whole personal like life theory. So um, that's fantastic. Matt, thank you so much for being here. Awesome. Thanks, Kim. All right, guys, you know the drill. Hang on, and I will have all the links for you. And, of course, all the links will be in the show notes. And, I mean, the easiest thing to do is to sign up for a trial of Bonjoro.com. As always, thanks for listening, and I will catch you next week. All righty, my friends, there's really only one link for you today, and that is for Bonjoro. If you go to thewpchick.com forward slash Bonjoro, and that is just B-O-N-J-O-R-O. You can sign up for a free trial. Check out all the awesome bareness <laughs> um, that they've got going on there. And again, if you've not left a review for the podcast in iTunes or Stitcher, um, I would greatly appreciate it. As always, guys, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. <laughs>